0: I haven't used this microphone in a while I miss it Standing desk Oh, the mic gets to be directly in front of my face It's the 26th of July 2020 Recording this right after basically the end of my two-week vacation or rather medical leave or sick leave because I almost broke my toe and my my back injury and everything I'm gonna keep the window open I don't mind that Uh, I was a bit, you know, a bit tired just now before recording this I started microdosing again Very very small amounts I want to see how that could be sustainable But like after two weeks I feel a lot more myself I feel back To whatever My being is You know like Very high in integrity And myself Seeing and being And and everything I listened to a podcast episode Last night One that I recorded I think on the 20th of May 2020 2019 2019, and I was listening to it, you know, and I was thinking about how I recorded these all this time, you know, for the past two years, and uh, what information I put in and what I didn't. Or I was sitting there and I, I listened to the beginning of the episode, and I was talking about. I said some nice things, some stupid things. As always, you know, you're a human, and I was talking about I'm sitting on a bench, somewhere, and there's a full moon, and then I started talking about what the book did to me and stuff. And I thought it was honestly rather funny because I couldn't remember where I was sitting, or where I came from, or what I was doing. It would have been nice if I started the episode saying where I just came from, or what I was just doing, or what I'm about to do. Like tomorrow, for example, I have a talk with the head of HR and my boss, my superior at the company because it's uh, end of this month, is the end of my probation period at, at work. So it would be the end of the first six months. And I've never had an end of probation chat, and it's coming right after I took a two week sick leave because I almost broke my toe. You know, like anyone who hears that is going to be like, oh, Khaled is a, is a pussy. You know, Khaled's a bitch, a little bitch. At least that's what my brother replied more than once. Thank God I have someone so supportive in my life And a bit of sarcasm there But yeah, like, I honestly needed that time, you know And the doctor gave it to me and I was like, why not? I don't think I'm gonna take a vacation for for the next while after Of course the vacation that's coming up next weekend with my Two besties, Jan and Johannes Of course I have to reflect on my relationships with them But these people, you know, love me, which is nice uh, continuous Representation it was an episode I released on the 19th of May. I think I was. I had just left Jan's place. And was going home at my old place in Hamburg. At. What was the street called? Bethesda Straße, something, Acht. Yes, got it Rex, right next to Tor. And it's funny, like, I was saying th- shit like, oh, I'm, I'm broke and I'm not gonna have I only have money till August and I don't know what I'm going to do It would have been nice if I actually said how much money I had And how much money I have till August And how I plan on saving that money till then Because like for me right now I have an entire financial plan that I did back when I started working in Feb As soon as I got the job almost I made this financial plan that projected that by November I would have saved 5,000 or 6,000 euros I have maybe 100 euros in my bank account now And uh, November is like 3 months away (laughs) So like something went wrong with the projection but not really. Um, that was based on the fact that I didn't buy a standing desk, I didn't buy a new commode with six drawers that I could put everything yeah. in, or a chair, or like all of these things that I really, really need. And something I think is very valuable is spending money liberally on the things that really do matter, and then frugally on the things that uh, don't, right? And right now, I think I'm going to go into a state where I spend generally less money um, I have been spending a lot lately, like literally, I went from having 2,000 euros in savings to 100 euros right now in total How? I gave my dad 500 JDs, which was about 700 euros I transferred to my parents because I just felt like I just want to give my dad money Because the guy is my dad and I never gave him money, I don't know when I'll have the chance to do that Again, so I was like, I have money now, and I've never really sent my parents a proper amount of money. So I returned the e-bike, if you guys remember. That I... was a very impulsive purchase. And excited about the fact that I had money. And... I... Just sent them over the money. I wanted to give my mom, like, 300 JDs, and my dad, almost 300, but currency exchange and stuff my mom, I told mom to give dad 350 and her to keep 150 but she she just gave him the 500 um, my mom's a hero, like really um, she's she's going through a lot she thought she had um, a disease called Hishashat Aidam which is like uh, bone deterioration so she started taking this medicine that just fucked her up even more and then she had to go to another doctor And he t- told her immediately stop this medicine Because she was getting a lot of pain And it was fucking her up Then he did a test and it turns out she's allergic to bread And then she stopped bread immediately and, and, and now she's like walking and going out and doing things And she has her final exam to be able to enter Now she did a diploma diploma in Islamic studies And now to enter and do her bachelor's She has to do... A an exam of like so much shit and then in two years she would study for two years she'd study and then she'd get her bachelor's Which I think is like super cool for her Because in four years, she'd have a diploma and a bachelor, but She couldn't go directly to the bachelor because of her School degree, which she had 35 years ago. I Don't know she's like 53 now or something and when did she get her school degree when she was 18? so imagine you don't put someone in uni because her grades back in like in high school she was really good but at the last year she got engaged so she didn't study and she got like bad grades you know even though she's a very, very smart woman and I see a lot of her in me and the fact that we spend so much attention and time on our dad who is rather very weak and negligent of himself and his health and, and his responsibilities and, and he, he's just you know there's a lot not really good with my dad as a person he has a very good heart but still he didn't do well in life and then after he failed the first time he really failed in life he he just crashed you know and he just sat on a couch and smoked and watched tv for four straight years now it takes a toll on a on the family you know it takes a toll on us it takes a toll on how we feel it takes a toll on ourselves when we're there and it takes a toll on my mom because she has to be around that shit all the fucking time so I understand why she feels the way she she does. And she's always pushing against it. And the part of me is like, but mom, just be stoic, you know. <laughs> just detach from, from all this shit. It's like, she's very religious, man. But even though even though she's religious, she, she doesn't allow herself to be detached in the sense I think a proper religious person should be. If you're really that in tune with your universe and your God and your everything, then, then just like, own up to your yourself in a way I don't know It's not fair for me to say that most mostly But um, I understand where I'm coming from So it's interesting listening to these for me And now that I I, I want to go back and listen to these like year ago Episodes and stuff And actually like Talk about this stuff You know like my finances Or You know this conversation at work You know it's coming End of probation chat Two weeks after I like it comes on the day directly after I took a two-week sick leave because I almost broke my toe. How do I go into that being confident and present and positive, like very positive? Because immediately when I saw that invite, you know, there's an insecurity. I saw it on my email. Of course, there's this insecurity that pops up immediately. It's like, oh fuck, (laughs) I'm fired. But no, you know, like my boss really likes me and the head of HR really likes me and I know that. And then I had a walk I went to this park after physiotherapy, I asked my physiotherapist, like, yo dude, where do you think I can just go walk right now? And he's like, you know, this area over there here, I live close to here, it's very, very nice. I was like, nice. And then from that physiotherapy place, I walked all the way there, almost 40 minutes, walked really slowly, stopped at a skater park, and I sat on the ground and watched people skate, and they took turns, which was like very efficient, actually, to skate in that area. And then... And then like, I enjoyed the sun, I enjoyed looking at them, I felt like I really want to learn how to skate, (laughs) as much as I really want to learn most things. And then I continued walking very calmly, found another really nice park, continued walking even more. And I got to this place, before I got to it, I was walking under this bridge, and then there there were these red buildings that were really, really nice, red houses, took a picture and posted it. And there was this old guy who walked past me, but I had I had already like I sat down a bit, just like maybe three minutes to catch my breath, and then he walked past me. He looked at me and like sort of nodded, and then I walked again, and then I found him on a bench sitting down. I looked at him, he looked at me, and then he waved to me, and I waved back, and I nodded. Then I went up some stairs, and I looked back, and he looked at me, and he waved again and nodded, and I waved again and nodded, and then I got up the bridge, and I looked at him from the bridge as I crossed the bridge. And then he waved the gun and smiled, and I waved the gun and just laughed, you know? (laughs) And just kept going. Uh, I thought, you know, like that interaction was just fucking hilarious. You know, like this guy is probably just like a really nice guy, uh, just alone right now, enjoying a walk. Uh, He he was like older, chubbier, with nice style. I liked how he looked like, and like had a round, uh, kind face. And, you know, I acknowledged his existence and he acknowledged mine People in Berlin don't usually do that People in Berlin are usually, I don't understand, you know like, It makes me feel, I had this conversation with a friend of mine about egocentricism How I feel like people here are rather egocentric But now that I'm thinking about it, it's like people here want to have friends And they want to have connections and they want to express themselves fully But there is the fear, there's still a holding back of expressing themselves in a meaningful way when it comes to people in the streets, just normal people doing their thing, you know, day to day. Like waving to an old person who's waving back, you know, how often is anyone doing that? I feel like people here walk with their heads, you know, down and they're walking to either see people they, they're they friends with. Maybe they like them, maybe they don't. Most of the time they just, they're friends, they don't really, really, really like them. Who am I to say that? But that's the sense I, I get. And then they continue, but like any randomness, any acceptance to, to spontaneity is, is rather rare, I think Like there are people like that for sure, Berlin has everything Literally everything, that's the thing, that's the thing about this place And we'll see, I started using an app called Bumble to find friends uh, Just friends actually, not even dating I'm sort of sick of of trying to really date anyone, you know, like... Um, Girls will always find some way to complicate things when they don't need to be complicated. Like this girl I was seeing now, Inga, after Christina, and I feel like just the fact that she knew knew I, I broke up with Christina lowered the, how attracted she was to me, even though like we really got along and we really attracted to each other. But you know, I'm I'm just I just want to be genuine and honest. And with her, I felt like she's still there's still an aspect of. I want to play games and the aspect of I'm very rational and I know what I want and you know I'm attracted to you but I'm rational and I know this isn't sustainable so you might as well not have it. I've had this conversation so many times in my life and when she started telling me that we were in butt together I was thinking to myself like she's saying these words and to me I I didn't feel like I needed to answer how uh, Yeah, she sees this just being a friendship or anything of the sort. And in my head I just felt like, you know, these are just words she's saying, either as a test to see my character or just her thinking out loud. But I didn't feel like the words really held anything of substance because you're in my arms and I'm holding you and friends don't hold each other like this. And, you know, um, we've been way closer than, than a friend could ever be. So I, she told me, like, what do you think about that being friends? And I, I said, nothing, I don't think anything, Um, don't have any expectations and, But then, like, this is what girls do, they'll find another opportunity to bring up the subject to push you And I feel like that's a lot of what feminine energy does, it just tests you from different directions as much as it can And the test is to keep being present and full of integrity And sometimes you do really well, sometimes you don't, but whatever I still, I just want to be maintaining of my sexual energy in a healthy way, keep it in, because, like, keeping it in the way that I did, even though I did let go, I think, yesterday or the day before, um, is the fact that it really felt alive. I really, really felt alive in a way I haven't felt in a very long time. Like, everything is really real, and I'm real, and I'm here in a very real way. It was a scary feeling, it was a good feeling, and... Uh, I don't know. So I have this conversation tomorrow. I have what was a promise from the COO to get my salary almost 25% up after my probation period. And a part of me wanted to hold him to that promise. But then like when I went to that park and I walked to that park and I, I, you know, after waving to that old guy, I kept on walking, I found this park and there was this rock and stone, mountainy thing Uh, behind the fence in the park that was that was flowing with water like there was water moving between the rocks and it was so beautiful and like bright bright orange between grey rocks right and the rocks were formed in a very very nice way and I just enjoyed the the sound of water the streaming water moving by and I was just sitting standing there there was a guy with his son walking by and then they went over the very small fence you know of course you can cross it and they walked together next to that like river thingy and uh, continued and i was like you know what i want to go there too and i sat down on the fence for a while and i just looked at the river and then after a while i was wearing my new hiking shoes i got up which are rather slippery at some points and i have to be careful about that and I went and I sat next to that, the, the source of the stream. And I sat there, my back against the stone and just the stone and the trees around me. And, and to the left, you know, there's people in the park, but not so many. But like, I couldn't hear anything but the water and the trees and the wind. And everything c- cleared up so easily and quickly. It's not even funny, you know, how, how real it all was and how fresh and, and calm finally my brain, you know, started untying all these idiotic knots, is that, sure, this guy made a promise, but, you know, he doesn't need to keep it, and he doesn't need to, like, forcing him to keep it will only force someone much more mature and experienced and, and busy with a lot of other things to do something that they I, I, that they don't want to do, you know? He, he says things, and I've seen it more than once, he says things, and he doesn't hold himself to them and I don't like that aspect in people a lot. And this is what I mean about integrity. It's not it's not my job to make him feel good about keeping his word or not. It's my job to see it and in a small way show him that I see that. Without making it too too blatantly obvious that it's not something I I, I dislike. But that that's still the case. So I'm not going to talk to him about it. I'm just going to talk about it tomorrow with my boss and the head of HR in the same room together where we're sitting to talk about the end of my probation. Had a conversation with a friend of mine that gave me just some very nice advice. And I know like I'm going to go and be very positive, make my boss look very good and what the team has done and all of that and what we're going to be working on in the future. And eventually ask something along the lines of, you know, now that my my probation period is done. I'm I'm curious about what to expect with salary increases at this stage in my my career, for example. And like what? I'm like like she gave me she said like very nice things and how what type of mentality to go and of course I'm not gonna show them that money is the most important thing but it would make a difference to me and it would make me more productive and more eager and more outgoing and, and wanting. She told me, do not, do not, do not, under any circumstances, give them a number. Let them decide and then see if that you know works for you or not. But do not fall into the trap of telling them how much because you just limit yourself like that and you burn cards. She told me, that not a lot of people, like no one likes to talk about money, but I have to make myself seem very, very comfortable about talking about it because you know, at the end of the day, I'm a good negotiator. And if I want anyone to see that, I'm a good negotiator. I want these two people to see that in that room because I'm applying it with them as I'm with them. people who I would love to believe have my best interest at heart so i I'm, I'm probably gonna say that too tomorrow like I, I know you both have my best interest at heart and that's what like motivates me to that's in large part what motivates me to like give it my all and I'm very happy to be a part of this team but I'd also like a, a tangible indicator a tangible something tangible that indicates how much you you see how much how valuable you see me and how valuable you see my potential within this company as we grow in the future i know that having more money right now will make me uh will make me more comfortable to perform at a much much more a much better level a much better perform more comfortably at a better level without worrying about uh, things in my personal life You know, I'll have to see how I phrase that I do plan on sitting down and scripting out the entire thing uh, right now but I've been procrastinating on that the last three hours because it is it is a thing, you know, it is, it is like uh, an effort to do that uh, considering that I do not get fired tomorrow and I do not get unexpected negative news or anything like that at the beginning, you know, there was that negativity, but then when I was next to that river, I just thought, you know, go with the most positivity that you can, make your boss feel and look good in front of the head of HR, and make her feel good, and make everyone feel good, and then, like, have them want you, want to keep you, you know, and that's something I can really manage doing. Um, Of course, you know, I don't want to, to lose the job anytime soon, but... We'll see how the conversation goes, I have nothing to lose and just a constructive discussion to have So there is no fear, there is no anxiousness, I don't even feel anxiousness or stress right now I just feel eager to, to see how I can think properly about what I can say and then proceed to say it Articulately, properly, um, with poise and, and good, good everything, good vibes, good energy Articulate, proper, everything so we'll see about that tomorrow. And I don't know if I mentioned how I had an MRI the other day and went to a bookstore and felt like drawn to six books that I bought because I felt like they'd help me write how the smoke dances. And I I got them and I got when I got them home I was like fuck how do I even have these books like they're exactly the books that I need to get this thing done. Like they they are the books I need to write this novel properly, and I'm so happy about that, you know? And um, a part of me is still thinking about understanding intelligence and I still want to get that done properly too, but I don't have the the pressure or the, the limiting nature of thought that I put on myself previously, so I'm more comfortable about it, I, ha- I have another stick S-T-I-C-K-K goal where I, where Johannes is like monitoring it too is that I would, instead of writing 3000 words a week minimum and la 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 being being like the minimum minimum I would actually have two separate writing sessions a week so this one is more about actually sitting down getting myself to sit down twice a week and write because more than once during the 3000 sprints. I would sit down once a week on a Sunday night or something and, and for 30 minutes write la, 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 la. Of course, you not really like that, but uh, it has happened a few weeks. And uh, even, even if I do do that, you know, for the 3,000 la, la, las, I would write maybe 500 actual proper words, you know, like that it does come out eventually. It, it has to happen. So this is more about separating and detaching myself from whatever I think is important in my head and sitting down and writing. Ideally, I would like to do this every, every Monday morning and Tuesday morning having two writing sessions early in the morning those two days start of my week and then be comfortable for the rest of the week that i already wrote what i need to write and then through the week whenever i feel like writing again i don't really stop myself i see myself do it and out myself do it like i've written like i wrote today uh, part of the story that i really like and a part of understanding intelligence because in essence it's i can't not see how related these two things are because Alan is just trying to understand his own intelligence too as he's moving through his life, right? But he's just doing it through this philosophy that I'm already articulating. So for me, that's very interesting that that's how that panned out. You know, it's not something I really planned, but I guess writing a book for the sake of writing a book, regardless of whatever, as long as you believe you're a writer and something that you have to do, which I really did feel like I had to do, uh can't be a bad thing you know you're it is a challenge it is it did push me in ways i didn't expect and in part forgot you know i did sit down for like after writing for 12 weeks straight last year when i wrote the book i stopped at some point and i printed out the 12 weeks and i read through all of the 12 weeks paper on the floor in my room and then i went on my laptop and i pulled out all of the Parts that I saw on paper that I thought were nice And I then started constructing Then it stopped being a matter of of writing It became a matter more of I'm constructing this thing I'm building it piece by piece And I'm putting it together Rather than just you know creating the raw material for it And maybe in essence that's what's happening with the book right now I'm creating the raw material for it as I live And as I have my conversations and experiences with people and everything Of course, you know, every moment's... uh, being seen as as a potential part of being a a part of this this journey, you know? Because it's my journey and more more and more I try to see it that way. Of course my ego is affected by it because my ego and my individuality is growing because of that, in that direction. Who I am now is going to be very different from who I am after I finish this book, I know that. But also every thought is being put into the perspective of this is can potentially be reframed into a story that can change the world. And imagine going through every moment and every day like that. You, Of course, there's an inflating part of it where you think that your ego or what's happening to you is more important than what it, what it is, but it just somehow feels like every aspect, every joke, every witty thing that happens, every thought that comes in is rather important. Uh, the direction it's taking is rather very, very unique and special. And I'll, I'll only be able to prove that with the type of life that I lead, right? This is in part why I'm doing this. In large part why I'm doing this, in essence. So I had that MRI which magnetized me and I left the MRI wanting to like touch trees and, and stones and things. I think I had it on the 14th or 15th of uh, July, 15th. And then I just left, and it wasn't the fifteenth, man. It was the week after. It was probably the twenty-first or twenty-second. And then, like after I bought those books, and I like I read two, like three to five pages of each of them, and I saw, okay, the style of writing is actually nice at the beginning. How they started the book, and in the middle. The style is still nice, it's a consistent, good style that I like. And of course when I read it, a part of that style will be integrated into myself, you know. And the story and the method and everything. How how this information is being portrayed and what order and everything. And and of course okay, yeah, I, I read that, I bought those books, it was nice, and then I went to the train because I wanted to go home. And this guy, this old guy in a wheelchair who just looked fucked you know this guy looked you know he had like black tar on his face he had long white hair that was actually rather nice he had dirty hands dirty jacket and cut off leg man the guy didn't have a leg you know and he could barely talk I was walking and he said something to me and the person next to us he wants change you know he said something and then I looked at him and I was like what did you say and he said, you know, like, Kleine Spende, like, give me like, give me some change, please. And I looked at him, and I told him, what do you want? And he said something, but I didn't understand it. I don't think he even understood my question. And I looked at him again, and I was like, what do you want? But In German, of course. And I think at that point, being magnetized the way that I was, I really did feel ma- ma- like I'm full of magnetic energy, like an MRI is just that, and I really, really felt it. Especially because I didn't... Cause i took an x-ray of my toe the week before and i had an mri maybe a month or two ago for my lower lower back this one was more of my back and they found like a small part that might be the problem hopefully but anyways would take time to fix so i i really think in that moment anything he asked of me then if he wanted it i would have given it to him and i had like a, like a good amount of money in my wallet even though now i have like less than 100 euros in my bank account but I do have a 50 in my wallet, which is nice. So he looked at me and he said, tuna fish pizza. And I looked at him, and I said, You want tuna fish pizza? He's like, Yes. And how much does it cost? He's like, 450. And I told him, okay, here is I gave him like maybe five euros in change. Or five and a half or six euros in change. And then I walked away, you know, he he was a bit, you know, surprised, which is fine. I walked away to catch the train and then the train was coming and then I was like I went to him very quickly. I was like wait wait, what are you going to drink with the with the pizza? He's like I have cola here. I was like anyways, man, can you give me 2 euros and I'll give you 5 on top of that. So he pulled out 2 euros and I thought, you know, how dirty because of his hands, you know, he's holding the money and and then he gave me the money. But I don't. I didn't feel like I cared. I just took that two euros and then I gave him five, and then he had like three euros more. And I told him, you know, enjoy the tuna fish pizza. And I went and I caught the train and then continued. And I just went back home. Uh, bought dates and everything. I like dates a lot with walnuts. And then got home and read a little bit. So that for me was very fun. I thought that was a funny thing that happened and while i was walking home i was thinking about the two euros that he gave me back and how dirty they were and i was like what the fuck am i talking about you know every single piece of money that i got in my life circulated between so many people so this one person right now handing it over to me like the way he did isn't relevant you know because you don't know where the who the fuck touched money money has been has gone between everyone and everywhere. <laughs> uh, it's just, it is what it is. Um, sure, there's a few things I could add, uh, but I think that's enough. I'm writing well, I'm eating well, I'm eating a lot of steamed vegetables, which is amazing. W- what an amazing thing. I'm using the acupuncture mat a lot. I'm stretching quite often, rather, and I am... And a good space, in general, like these two weeks were much needed And let's see how this changes next week, I'll make sure Like I'm going on vacation with the boys On Friday uh, Friday, Saturday, and we come back Sunday So, we'll see We're gonna take truffles over there A good amount Valhalla truffles They've been in my fridge for almost three weeks now Two weeks and a half, so let's see, I hope they're still good and we, all three of us don't get food poisoning that wouldn't be too nice but that's something i'm, I'm looking forward to for sure with that i love you guys just stay keep your integrity Khalid. like always uh, be good don't forget yourself don't forget your values who you are don't forget that you see things and see what you see and be what you see and, and reflect it the right way and just be, be you, and you are more. Be more. I love you, man. Take care. Bye.